0: King King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be a try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second.
1: The only thing the league Cup, Newcastle 100,
0: 100 rugby league. Welcome back to another episode of League Castle. It has been a little bit between drinks and a lot happening off the field. I'm, of course, the host, Chris McPherson, uh, who, regular listeners, you'll know my voice well. Tonight we've got uh, a new guest on the show, someone who hasn't been with us before. He's been around the traps in local footy uh, and uh, all about. uh, Referee, he played at Maitland for quite some time and now he finds himself the uh, captain coach over at the recently rejoining of the competition, Thornton Beresfield Bears. He is none other than Pat Robards. Welcome to the show, Pat.
1: Hey Chris. How are you? Thanks for, um, thanks for having me today.
0: Yeah, no worries, mate. Thanks for a little bit of your time this afternoon. Um, mate, uh, give us a bit of a rundown, I guess. First of all, you're obviously a Maitland local. Um, Spent a lot of your time with yep. the Pickers already and, and over at Thornton Beresfield this year, mate. Uh, give us a bit of a run-through of your, your footy and, and where what you've done so far.
1: Yeah, so I was an East Maitland Griffin Jr. as a kid, so started playing in under-8s and went through up to under-17s and started at Maitland Pickers in the under-18s and we had a bit of a red-hot uh, team in the under-18s and had a really good year there. And from there, I got put into first grade the year after, under-18s, and was playing for the Pickers up to... 2018, and then last year I just decided to have a bit of a break from Rugby League and had a crack at Rugby Union with the Maitland Blacks. Um, Really enjoyed that. That was a good experience. And then this year, um, well, we've been talking about it for a few years now about trying to get a team back together, um, you know, and just having fun with some mates. And this was the year that it all came about. And, yeah, so having a run with the Beresfield Bears this year, which is, you know, it's been great. Good to finally get back onto the park.
0: Yeah, certainly great to see the Bears back, mate. Um, a team that's been you know, a long time associated with the, uh, the Maitland Coalfields comp as it was and now the Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League uh, as it is. But uh, there's been a few years that we've been without them. When they were in the comp a number of years ago, they were, they were sort of languishing in the lower grades and you guys have, have come back in a, a little bit reluctantly, I I think, initially in A grade, but um, you come back with a bit of a bang, which we'll get to in a little while, mate. But Yeah. um, yeah, So what was involved in getting the club back off the ground and and those sorts of things? Obviously, the juniors have been going strong there for quite some time.
1: Yeah. So the original idea for me and my mates for the plan was, um, you know, we had a mate, Harry Hoffman, that passed away um, when we were 18, 19 years of age. And Harry kind of went to school with us. He was a Thornton Beresfield junior, um, played at the Maitland Pickers, um, so, you know, me and my mates had a really good relationship with Harry, and it was something that we've always talked talked about for the past few years was just oh, how good it'd be to get back together and just have a year. And, um, you know, I think we we're just at the pub, me and Michael Dent we we're just talking and thinking, oh, like maybe we should do that and, you know, have a year next year at, at Harry's Junior Club. So um, we started traction probably early last year and, you know, it picked up steam and we eventually got going. And um, but there's probably, you know, there's probably about, Originally, before COVID, we probably had about 22 players that previously played with Harry, um, whether that be at Beresfield, whether that be school football at St. Peter's or St. Mary's and with the Maitland Pickers. Um, We lost a few of those boys, um, but there's still probably about 14 or 15 fellas. So, um, you know, it's, yeah, so we're there to have fun. Um, we, We originally got put in C grade, which I said to Dave, I said, oh, I don't know about that, but when he put us into A grade, I was a little bit reluctant, but was good to get that result um, on Saturday and kind of just show that, oh, you know, maybe we do belong
0: there. Yeah, mate, um, certainly and I I know a couple of guys from your club reached out to myself, obviously in my other role as the secretary and also to Dave, to sort of say you know, maybe we were wrong when we sort of said our A grade might not be for us and you know, yeah. you're prepared to, prepared to give it a bit of a crack now. I think uh, well, if, a few boys that are involved, I think, in some off-field capacities that might be uh, getting a little bit excited about uh, the first win, but uh, I'm sure you're keep <laughs> keeping uh, expectations fairly measured, knowing you, mate.
1: Yeah, I, I did hear those, uh, those rumours that there was a few messages sent to League Castle Facebook uh, <laughs> on a late, late Sunday morning, I believe. <laughs> a,
0: few, a few ales down. Yeah,
1: yeah, there was a few ales at uh, Beretswood Bowler. So there's
0: a sponsorship little, yeah. Yeah, no, mate. Great, great to see. As I said, there's a good club that, um, I mean, you know, obviously not playing at the, the uh, spiritual home ground of the old Barrow Bears as they were, and it is now sort of Thornton, Beresfield, but uh, over at Somerset Park you now instead of Lindsay Park. Um, so still still very much in the local area and, and very much tied in. And as you said, a lot of, a lot of local boys from Beresfield and the Maitland area there. Right? You mentioned Michael Dent, who obviously played, uh, I think at Woodbury last year, and, and I'm guessing that's yeah. sort of you, you've picked up players from around, around the traps a little bit in terms of where they played last year?
1: Yeah, so there's a few boys um, that played at Woodbury, and I know that they had to fold this year, which was unfortunate. So we've gained probably about five or six fellas from Woodbury that played there previously in the past few years. Um, and then there's a couple of lower-grader pickers fellas that have come to play, um, and most mostly, like a lot of the boys haven't played football for a couple of years, which is okay. why we we're fairly hesitant um, in terms of you know getting put into A grade and, and seeing what kind of and playing at that level because from what I've heard with the A grade is that it's a fairly good competition, it's fairly competitive, so that's why originally we were fairly hesitant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going off Saturday's performance, you know, it's good to you know I guess see where we we're at and. You know, it looks like we'll be staying there, and
0: hopefully we can do good things. Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. So um, we might might just make a little change of tack here, and and we might jump into we'll jump into the Newcastle and Hunter stuff a little bit later. It'll be the meat of what we talk about, and we might just jump yep. in, mates. And, and that club that you've you've referenced a number of times, there, the Maitland Pickers, they've taken a a big leap of faith this year uh, and gone down to the New South Wales Presidents Cup. And similar to yourselves, I think they've probably exceeded some expectations in their first couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, they've been playing brilliantly for the past two games. I'm um, you know, good mates with Maddie Soper and um, you know he said that it's that the vibe that they're getting on the team bus heading up to Sydney. You know, it's been pretty awesome, and they've been really enjoying it. So it's good to see them doing well and representing the Newcastle area.
0: Yeah, their first home game on the weekend uh, just gone, and they took on one of the other regional sides in Dubbo Sims, who are you know no um, no meek and mild mob, and absolutely. Uh, Davidson, in 28 nil. they had the win which sees them sit at the top of the table and uh, head into this weekend's game uh, against second place Hills District so it'll certainly be interesting. Hills beat Wente by six this week and Maitland uh, beat them by eight the week before so you wouldn't think too much will separate them and that one will be uh, an absolute cracker you'd think and I'm guessing mate you'll be tipping the pickers to win that one?
1: Yeah definitely. Um, yeah from what I've seen in the highlights package is that um, you know me mate Brock Lamb's been put on a bit of a masterclass so hopefully he can continue that next week.
0: Brock Lamb putting uh, putting Lawler over for a couple of tries to get it done, you reckon?
1: Yeah, I reckon that's my hot tip. Lovely. Sopalola first try
0: Lovely, mate. I love it. Uh, so that'll make two of us, yeah. We'll try and keep up to date with the pickers a little bit um, as they continue on that campaign through the year and hopefully they continue sitting atop the table right up uh, into the depths of the season. So great to see. And obviously they're still fielding those sides in the Newcastle Rugby League as well. Um, it has obviously affected their depth a little. Um, but they're still pushing on into the Newcastle rugby league and and that's probably the the next step for us to have a look at a uh, Newcastle rugby league has been reshaped a bit mate Why on coming back into the into the fold this this year or this week just gone um certainly makes an interesting competition now seven teams in there and uh unfortunately as we said Maitland they're, they're sitting down the bottom uh, after two losses we'll have a quick run through of last weekend's results uh, we had uh, as we said, Maitland—they got uh, a bit of a, a trouncing at the hands of Central up there at Maitland, 32 to four they went down. South won an arm wrestle, 12-8 against Cessnock. And speaking of arm wrestles, Wyong's return to the competition—it was a wet and muddy day on Sunday down at Murray Oval. It was nil all at halftime, and it was the Wyong Roos who got through eight points to four against West in uh, what was a, a very tight encounter. Unfortunately, Wyong will now be without their skipper and their captain-coach Mitch Williams, which will be a big loss for them, uh, Paddy.
1: Yeah, Mitchie um, Williams. He was someone that I used to love watching play when Warren were back in the Newcastle comp and then when they went into the New South Wales Cup. He's just got a lot of speed out of dummy half and he's very creative. um, So he's going to be a big loss for them.
0: Certainly will. That leadership there, again, like others, have lost a number of players with COVID, so a bit of experience there. So Mitch being out as well, a bit of a dint to them uh, this week, mate, and we'll get your tips on these. And for anyone that is interested in the tipping, make sure you jump onto the League Castle Facebook page. There's links there. We've got tipping comps for both the uh, Newcastle Rugby League first grade, the A-plus contracting first grade, and also the Win Network Premiership A-grade, which features none other than Pat Robard's Thornton Beresfield Bears. So you'll be tipping them every week, surely, in that comp, Paddy.
1: Yeah, I'm not too sure uh, many would have have tipped this last week. Unfortunately, we had
0: a big glitch, so I can't even give you the numbers on on Uh, who tipped. There was no tips at all last week, but we are back up and running, and we've got the links there. So if you're a bit of a punter, we're trying to work with some of our sponsors to get some prizes for the end of the year for the uh, winners of those. It was tightly fought last year, so we'll see how we go. But we might get your thoughts, Pat. You might be able to uh, either give uh, some of the punters a good steer or a bum steer, but we'll find out after the weekend. Uh, Saturday's only game sees the Cessnock Goannas hosting Western Suburbs up at Batterley Park. Uh, as we said, uh, West and Cessnock both going down in tight games last week, so uh, Todd Edwards and uh, Todd Lowry, respectively, will certainly be chomping at the bit to uh, have their sides bouncing back.
1: Yeah, the Todd Show. Um, from what I've been told with Cessnock and a few mates I've got there, is that um, you know they've got some really really good class players so they've got about six or seven really good class players but they've lost a lot of people with the COVID um, or in terms of first grade quality players so I think my tip there would be West Newcastle
0: yeah both sides um, quite quite solid but as you say missing a few Liam Four and a big in after Greta Brankson withdrew from the Newcastle Hunter competition for Cessnock but again uh, it's a brave man that tips against West Uh, it's an old rivalry but I think West will get it done in a very close and low scoring one Moving forward to Sunday, and uh, it is the uh, well, essentially the bottom of the table clash. It's Maitland travelling down to Carl Oval to take on the Lakes United Seagulls. Uh, Lakes with um, just the the one game uh, they've played, and they had the bye last week. So look, they've got quite a number of New South Wales Cup players they can draw on if they're available. Uh, it just depends on, I guess, who's making themselves available at what point of the season, and, and Maitland. I mean, it's essentially their reserve grade side with all those Um, you know, they're top-tier players stepping up into that President's Cup, mate. Can the Pickers get the job done down there at Carl?
1: Yeah, I'm a little bit doubtful on this one um, because I know that Lakes United can, yeah, they bring in a lot of the night 20s boys and Reggie's boys. So if they have them, they'll be very tough to beat. But, you know, I'll I'll stick with the Maitland uh, theme and I'll, I'll, I'll tip the Pickers for an upset.
0: Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go to the Seagulls, mate. As an old, old Lake United player, I I'll, uh, I'll, wouldn't be welcome back at Belmont if I go against them at this point. The final game of the round uh, is on Sunday afternoon at 3.35. There's a big gap day of football on down here at Moraybreen Oval. Five games, including the Harvey Norman women's competition as well where the Central Coast Roosters will play. I think they're the third of the five games. But 3.35 on Sunday at Moraybreen Oval. It's Wyong taking on South. Both sides got up in close wins last week. Uh, I'll, I'll let you um, have the benefit of me going first here, Pat, and I'll, I'll go with South to get the win on the road. That loss of Mitch Williams is just going to be, I think, a little bit much for Wyong to overcome.
1: Yeah, I'm not not too familiar with both these sides and where they're what players are there um, this year in terms of Wyong and South Newcastle. So um, in going in with that team, I'll probably tip, tip the home team and go Wyong. Yeah,
0: lovely, mate. Um, Barring a big result on the weekend, Central Newcastle with the bye will stay top of the table. They're undefeated. So unless Wyland can win by more than 30, uh, they will sit atop the table again at the end of the round. So they'll enjoy the week off, um, as will your side, which we'll get into in a moment, Pat. The other one to mention, of course, is uh, the Nelson Bay Blues. They will host in the lower grades. uh, Curry in the 19s and Ladies League tag up at Tomaree on Sunday afternoon. So you're up up in those parts Make sure to get there. And if you are one of our Macquarie Scorpions fans who listens in, of course, just the under-19s competing this year and they compete on the Cessnock card. So they'll be up at Battley Park at 12.15, taking on Wes uh, up there. So a little bit of a trek if you're a local from Toronto following the Scorpions. As I said, mate, uh, the next one, and it's, and it's what we've got you on here for, is uh, to talk Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League, mate. Um, the Thornton Beresfield Bears were one of the winners in the A-grade last week, mate. As you said, many tipping West Walls end as one of the powerhouses. So I think uh, from communications from your club and certainly seems to be the vibe that it even surprised you guys a little bit how well you did go.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, when we rocked up there and we saw the Briggs boys and Maddie Solomon and Adam Swadling, I think it uh, turned, <laughs> turned a few people away in the team, but you know, we just stuck to our game plan and trusted in you know what what, what we're trying to achieve here, and um, you know we we come up trumps. And Westie will be better for the run. Um, I have no doubt that they will be very competitive this year. Um, you know, but it was it was good for us. You know, we we still didn't play our best football as well, and we've still got a few players to come back. Um, you know, with plenty of shift workers. It's going to be hard to manage that. Um, you know, some weeks we might have a red hot side, the other we, the other week we might not. So. Um, but yeah, I think I think Westie Westie are going to be strong and good for the run, and hopefully we can keep going.
0: Yeah, lovely mate. Um, and as we said, twenty to six, so it was you know a fairly flattering scoreboard to you guys in the end. Um, I understand it was a pretty physical game. Uh, might have also seen uh, one of those men you mentioned before from West Walls and have a little bit of a breather in Adam Swadling after he got a bit heated. Uh, but yeah, 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 as you said, you'd be comfortable with just having chalked two points against uh, one of the sides that was sort of earmarked as possibly one of the challenges for Dora Creek in this competition.
1: Yeah, and that's that's what I said. I said West Walls and Dora Creek were probably the um, you know the heavyweights for the competition. So to cause a bit of an upset there with Westy it was good for us, and it, it's given us a lot of confidence. Um, yeah, and, 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 and <laughs> it was good fun. The first hit up in the game, I don't know why, but I just decided to have a run at him. And- <laughs> He's, uh, he
0: hasn't lost his right forearm yet. So. <laughs> no, the trade—the trademark forearm for Swato's. Yeah, uh, tra- I don't think it's going anywhere. Forearm. What do they say? Old dogs don't learn new tricks. So I think Swato will be, yeah. SWATO will be rocking that one for a while to come. And uh, yeah. it's good, though, well, that someone well. stepped into that role at Jamie Watts has departed at Westwell's end of uh, the nice, nice, firm forearms uh, if you put your yeah. head in the wrong spot. So excellent to see. And, you know, it's a bit of what, you know, um, I guess... Pub footy, if you want to call it, that is is about to an extent within the within the bounds of fair play, but you know they play close yeah. to the line. Some of those, um, you know, hitmen front rowers. So Westie have certainly got a good pack. So for you guys to get over them is, is an impressive result, mate. We'll jump into the other two yeah. games. Uh, Dora Creek they had a twenty four six win over University and North Lakes. Uh, upon joining a competition, twenty four sixteen on the road against Glendale, mate. What were your thoughts? Obviously, just on the scorelines, there was any surprises for you? Um, what did you did you have any concept of how North Lakes would be as they came in? Did you think Dora Creek might have won by a bit more?
1: Um, yeah, I, have, I don't have much on the Northern Lakes, so we'll be going in a bit raw when we when we face against them. All I know, I think, is the Cade Snowden is the captain coach there, and he might be playing, which will be you know good for us guys to come up against former um, so, and player, old player. And in terms of Glendale as well, we, we had no real um, idea on who's who's there this year. So um, in terms of that game, I'm not yeah, not not too not entirely sure. Um, in Dora Creek versus Uni, yeah, I was pretty surprised with the results, to be honest. I thought, you know, going off the papers and what, what's been read about Dora Creek's side is that they're pretty red hot. So um, for Uni to come away with a 24-6 result, that, I think they'd be pretty happy with that.
0: Yeah, I certainly think they, they were, and that was, that seemed to be the vibe coming out of the, the uni camp. Um, a couple of good campaigners there for them as well in, in Jared Rotterdamer, Dwayne Sampson, and, and uh, Big Tui, who I'm not going to try and pronounce his name uh, up front for them. So, And they've got a number yeah. of other campaigners that have been, they've been solid in B grade for the last couple of years. In regard to Northern Lakes, I will just pick you up on that, mate. Kate Snowden is just a player. Jason McKenzie will have okay. my head if uh, anyone else gets the credit for being the, the, the coach and leader out there. Jason, a former Lakes and Wyong first grade premiership winner. Uh, in the 2000s but um, yeah Cade I I believe didn't play on the weekend but awaiting a clearance still there's some um, contention around uh, obviously his medical retirement from the NRL and some other issues even though I I believe he participated for Belmont South a couple of years ago so certainly quite a much more even competition I think than many expected and uh, mate, this this round will will give us a bit more of a scope it'll give us our first look at Maitland United which will be an interesting one Uh, obviously for you a local rival mate
1: yeah, yeah, and, and again, I don't know too much about Maitland United. I've heard, you know, and I've heard, um, you know, Leadcastle comment they're the guys that put themselves into A grade because from formally, I think they're majorly in the competition, been putting themselves in C grade and D grade. So, um, yeah, I'm not too sure who they've picked up, or I, I know Morphe have withdrawn, so maybe a few guys from Morphe have gone over there, but, um, you know, it'll be interesting first. First match match-up against Dora Creek, so um, you know, good luck to them, and I hope they do. I hope they do well. You know, it's always good seeing local teams do well in the competition.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's great if we can get a couple of uh, Maitland area sides up in that A grade competition. So uh, obviously, Greta Brankson have withdrawn, so it sits at seven teams at the moment. Maitland United coming off that bye, and as you said, they will at three o'clock. On Saturday, host at, uh, as I like to colloquially call it, Penny Stadium, uh, King Edward Park there at uh, East Maitland. They will host Dora Creek in. Watch shows a very intriguing clash, and I think we'll know a lot more about uh, Maitland United come about quarter to five on Saturday afternoon, mate. So are you going to be brave and tip the local side, or are you going to go with the powerhouse that is Dora
1: Creek? Oh, I'll have to go to the powerhouse in Dora Creek. Um, I think with us having the buy, I might bring an esky down and sink a couple of beers and... Um Know, hell he'll a bit of abuse as well. So, geez, mate,
0: that's a good game to watch. That's a bit tight, mate. Geez, come on, go and at least support Maitland United's canteen. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, oh no, I definitely will be.
0: And then, of course, you know, as as all good games at King Edward Park, wrap up with some penny penny on the way home.
1: Yeah, a large chicken gravy on the way home.
0: Thank you. Yeah, correct. Uh, mate, (laughs) I I, I, I can't play there anymore. I played one game against East Maitland, it's just too distracting that delicious smell. Uh, there's a reason I gave up playing, and it wasn't just Henny Penny. It might have been Ability. Uh, next up, mate, we've got the uh, local derby, and it's, and it's university hosting Glendale, but it is at Bower Oval due to the fact that university won't have home games at the uni this year uh, due to restrictions on campus. This, yeah. this, this one will be quite interesting, mate, and I think it um, might go quite a way to setting the tone for the, the winner of this game uh, as they proceed forward in the season. Both um, some ga- gallant losses last week, but uh, it'll be an interesting game uh, between these two uh on saturday
1: yeah definitely um you know as you as you mentioned earlier jared rodimer and dwayne simpson they're good leaders and um, i've come up against them a few times in the years when they've been playing at south newcastle so um in regards to that and just not not really knowing anyone from glendale my tip will be going to newcastle uni
0: yeah look glendale i've got some guys that uh they've got some very seasoned campaigners a few young guys they've got uh also I believe uh, Matt Hay and his brother whose name escapes me, Brendan, I believe, they've both come over from Macquarie, so they've got a couple of those. But it'll be interesting to see uh, I guess, as you say, what they can field. Uh, their experienced half in uh, uh Troy Forbes. He's uh well he tells everyone he's in his early forties, but he's been I'm pretty sure he's been playing since before you and I were in nappies, mate. So uh they've certainly got experience. It'll be an interesting game. Uh the clash of the halves, the experience versus the uh I guess the ad-lib electricity and kicking game of Jared Rodimer. I think this one will be won and lost uh, up front, Up front, though, between the two big packs. And, uh, yeah, I think uni. I think it might be a high-scoring one, but I think uni will get the job done as well. So uh, the, so that's that game, mate. The uh, final game of the round, and, and this one's probably my match of the round in A grade, and Westwall's end. look, they'll admit that they were ill-disciplined and they didn't execute quite as they should have against you guys last week, but they've also given a lot of credit to, you know, um, what they expected... You know, versus what they actually uh, came up against in terms of your side last week, but they take on Northern Lakes, the sort of unknown side. And there's whispers that, you know, certainly Cade Snowden was telling people when he was at Glendale last week that he believed that he would be cleared to play this week. So, Cade Snowden up against that, uh, against Adam Swadling, would be worth the price of admission out at Les Wakeman Oval.
1: Yeah, definitely. It would be great. And it'd be great to have Cade Snowden in the competition. And um, I know, I know SWATO would. Love to um, have a match up against him, and I'm sure it'll be 80 minutes of um, mayhem. Uh, so, yeah, but going off West Ball's end, you know, we played them on the weekend, and uh, you know, I said that that'd be better for the run. So, um, I think my tip would be going with West Ball's end. You know, Matty Simon at the back's very creative, and I think from from what I've heard is that there will be some more Briggs Boys playing this weekend. So, um, yeah, my tip will be to West with West Ball's End.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's a different thing that West Walls End at home too, mate. I'm not sure how long it's been since you've uh, had to head to Les Wakeman over, but it's a very different atmosphere there to anywhere else in the competition. So, look, I, I I've ummed and armed an about this one for quite some time over the last couple of days, but uh, I'm going to lean to West Walls End in a close one. As I say, I think it'll be well worth it. The uh, the physicality of this game and and because of you know what I'm expecting here, it is our Newi Threads Newcastle Hundred Community Rugby League game of the round and. Yeah, get on down there. The two forward packs will no doubt go hammer and tongs at each other and there's some good strike outside backs. And, you know, you talked about the Briggs, um, the Briggs boys and obviously Matty Simon as well. Uh, if Jason McKenzie decides to inject himself into the game, Brad Calder out wide as well. So there's some good players on both sides and I think this year we'll be fortunate in that most A-grade games are going to be absolute belters. But you've got the uh, benefit of the week off this mate week, mate, and uh, two points which will uh, see you stay undefeated after two rounds.
1: Yeah, and... And I think I need it. I'm a bit sore after the game on the weekend. I was, the first time I moved was today, actually. So, um, it was, yeah, the week off will be good. I know that sounds really bad because we haven't played for 18 months.
0: The coach might be rotating himself week on, week off, by the sound of this, yeah, for the first few rounds.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, they did a number on me. But, um, yeah, no, we'll, we'll enjoy the week off. Uh, we had training cancelled today, so we only train one day a week. but. Um yeah, as I said, I think we'll we'll head down to King Edward Park or Henny Penny Oval and um, sink some tins and, yeah, watch some good footy there. A so.
0: bit, bit of team bonding around the fence at King Edward. So I just hope that yeah. when, when the appointments come out, I haven't somehow gone up to A grade to referee and because I know I'll hear from you. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all right. That's the joys of wearing the pink shirt, mate. Something you were familiar with at one point there.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I respect them.
0: Yeah, exactly, mate. So we'll jump into the B grade, and we'll just fire through these. Um, I'll have a quick look at the results and then uh, jump through. So uh, Malibu, at 24, defeated Dudley, 16. Uh, so Dudley came back from A grade last year. Waratah, Mayford had a big win on their big road trip down to Orimba 40-10, to 10, they defeated Tall Timbers. Walls and Maryland, a little bit of a surprise. I think they liked yourselves. Pat thought they might have been possibly a grade too high, but got a win, 36-24, over Aberglassen. And twelve uh, ten Fingal Bay defeated a star started West side. This side included names like uh, Dave Dryden and Jade Porter in the B grade side, so a pretty solid side. And for Fingal Bay to get the win, mate, that's a a big result for them.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think there's a few boys that played the Pickers. I think Isaac Upton, Tyler Perren, yep. um, yeah, yeah, they've it there this year, and, and, and they're all class in terms of football ability. Um, not so much on the on the bit on. Sorry, on the piss. Um, but, yeah, no, with, with those boys, I think Single Bay will be a good side. I've, I've also heard Waratah. Um, they're almost expecting to get put in, put into A grade. Um, so I've heard they've got a pretty good comp. So I think the B grade comp is going to be very even and a very good competition. And, uh, yeah, for Single Bay to knock off West Newcastle, was pretty big for them on the weekend.
0: Yeah, it'll certainly be interesting to come under a vision, uh if it needs to at some point later on in regards to the independent regrading committee. Um, last year, obviously, there was some controversy around the regrading, and because of that, they have instituted that independent committee that's away from the Newcastle and Hunter uh, board. And so if they, if those decisions are to be made, I'm sure they'll take each team on their merits and have a look at the results and the, and the lists that they've got. But, mate, we'll have a look at this weekend and uh, the games that uh, are scheduled. First up, we've got uh, Walls End Maryland, uh they come off the back of that win against Aberglaston and they face a tough t- challenge in the Grange Oval against uh, the club that, well, technically their juniors feed through to in, in West Newcastle. So hey, this will be an interesting one and the Young Walls and Maryland side are going to have their work cut out for them.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, as you said, I didn't know that Jade Porter was playing there, but Jade Porter, another player that's, you know, all, all class and, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to tip a team that, that Jade Porter's um, playing against, so... I think my tip there would be West Newcastle.
0: Yeah, I'll be, I'll be with you on that one. I think Walls and Maryland might stay in it for sort of 60 minutes or so, but the experience of some of those names that we mentioned before and some of the guys that they've got, even you know the likes of Luke Pullman and those sorts of guys that are playing for West that have been around in the lower grades in the Newcastle competition for a number of years uh, might steer them home. Next up, and this one's going to be interesting, and it will be the Bar TV game of the round. It's 2.30 on Saturday from Waratah Oval. Waratah versus Malabula, both first-round winners. Uh, This one certainly shapes up as an interesting clash, but um, as you talked about, some of those players that are playing for Waratah, they've managed to get back from some of the great clubs. You'd have to think that Waratah go into this one as slight favourites.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've heard a few rumours, I was speaking to someone that was playing with him this year and I think he said something about Timmy Christie going there and I've got big raps on Timmy Christie as a footballer. And uh,
0: mate, we, we, we try not to talk Tim Christie up on this show, he's got a very large head as it is, so we try and <laughs> just keep, keep, keep him under wraps. Uh, <laughs> no, he's, he's quite a talented footballer uh, when he's not um, busting his knees.
1: Yeah, and if, if there's boys like Timmy Christie and, and others, I'm, I'm not too sure of all the names. Um, you know, I know Brendan Robinson, I used to work with him and but, you know, they're, they're, they're really good footballers and uh, I think they'll show that this weekend. Yeah,
0: exactly right. I think Luke Hoppy's out there as well. Um, most of them as well. Waratah juniors just returning home, similar to what you guys have done um, in terms of local juniors at Thornton, which is great to see. Malabula though, quite surprising with a strong win last week. Over Dudley side that I thought might have threatened more, so I don't think uh, this one will be a, a, a matter of one-way traffic. But you'd have to tip the uh, the cheaters, and and certainly if it's a TV game, I think Tim Christie might step up his uh, his displays. So uh, next up, we've got the, the longest road trip in the world. Tall Timbers heading all the way from Marimba to Fingal Bay. Um, if it wasn't bad enough, they got trounced last week. They come up against a very good Fingal Bay outfit, as you said. Uh, you know some of those ex-first grade players. You know guys with that experience in the likes of Isaac Upton and Tyler Perrin. Um, up against Tall Timbers, who they're a wily side. They don't always travel that well, though, so it's going to be a tough one for them all the way up there at Fingal Bay.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know too much about the Tall Timbers, unfortunately, but in terms of Fingal Bay, that's fine with um, Perrin and Upton. I think uh, we'll probably have a bit too much class, and particularly the travel. Um, you know, It's a long, long drive. Certainly
0: is. Uh, you should nearly stay overnight. Uh, the final one of the round, three o'clock on Saturday at Makichi Sports Ground at Aberglass. And it is the Aberglass and Ants taking on the Dudley Magpies. Um, look, if it was a battle of nature. You'd back a magpie over an ant any day. But this one shapes an interesting <laughs> contest. And, and I think the Ants might go into this one fairly confident, even though they're coming off a loss.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I know Aberglassen are a very good club and they they're, they're very united with um, what they do with 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 the men's side and the girls tackle and league tag um, so uh, I hope I wish them well but I think I'll be tipping Dudley uh in this one.
0: Yeah as a um as a, as a bloke who grew up down you know down Charlestown way I think I'll have to go with Dudley to get the job done here even if it's just to spur on my old mate Mick Akers out at the Aberglassen ants. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I think, again, this one will be a belter and it'll be part of a triple header out there uh, with the ladies' league tag and women's tackle also being at home for Aberglassen. So another great opportunity for a big day of football and uh, support a local side with with a few few quiet ales, mate. So uh, we'll jump on to the C-grade competition now. Only the three games with the C-grade currently running with six teams. Um, So last week's results, I'll just fire through them quickly. Uh, we had Hamilton Ducks, 62, defeated Raymond Terrace, 16. Raymond Terrace playing the majority of that match down a man with one player sent off early. Budgie Woy got uh, the job done in the Southern Battle, 22-10 to over Morissette Bulls, and I'm hearing some uh, talk that Budgie we, you know, have got some pretty good raps on themselves and expect to go quite uh, quite well in this competition this year. And then in the uh, Battle of the Upper Hunter, Dungog and Stroud played out a 16-all draw, a replay of last year's Northern Conference D-grade Grand Finals. So... Um, certainly, some interesting, uh, interesting, I guess, results there. A bit of a mixed bag. I think the Hamilton results, certainly from someone who was there, uh, probably flattered Hamilton a little bit. The second half was 16 all. Raymond Terrace managed to get some ball back and got right into the arm wrestle with 12 players. But it's hard to come back from 46 0 down at half time. So uh, this week might give us a bit more of an idea on, on where teams stand. And the first of those is Dungog heading all the way down to Budgiewoy to take on Budgiewoy at Halakalani Oval. Uh, mate, I'll, I'll tip first on this one. I'm going to go to the Bulldogs to get the win. Uh, it's a long road trip, and, and long road trips are never easy in these competitions.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, again, I don't don't know too much about Budgie Boy or, or Dung Dogs, but um, you know like the fact that Dungog are a Maitland-affiliated team, so I'll be picking Dungog in this
0: one. Going with the Warriors, no worries, mate. Uh, well, that might tell us where your allegiances lie in this next one. Stroud, come off that draw at Dungog, and they will host Raymond Terrace. That's the Stroud Showground again, 3 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, I'm going to go with the, uh, the boys at home, the Raiders here, but I think we'll see a much-improved Raymond Terrace side uh, after last week's uh, big loss to Hamilton.
1: Yeah, I think I'll be picking Stroud as well. I remember doing some touch judging game when I used to referee down at Stroud uh, Showground and it's a very, uh, it's a very good home ground. So I'll be picking the Raiders in that one.
0: It certainly is. And the final match of the round sees the Morisset Bulls take on the Hamilton Ducks. The Ducks coming off that big win, uh, they're featuring former South Newcastle first grader Jake Lawrence, who got a try on debut for the Ducks. They're a young, fit side. Morris said they've got a big pack, but uh, they're going to have their work cut out for them against the Ducks. And I think the Ducks might get this one done in a close game. Uh, there'll be plenty of points on offer again.
1: Yeah, that's what I've heard with the Ducks is that they're young and, and pretty skillful, and um, you know, fitness kinds of always plays a bit of a part. You know that they can play the 80 minutes of football. So, and as you just said, Jake Lawrence, that's a big inclusion. You know, he's a very, very handy back rower. Um, so I'll be, I'll be picking the Ducks in that one.
0: Excellent, mate. Now we jump into the D-grade and we'll fire through these quickly. Wanji took on Waratah's second side. Actually, it's the Lampton, new Lambton, Rats and Dogs, and it was a 10-all draw. They got snatched on full-time by the Rats and Dogs on the road. Kersley, they started the season with a bang with a big win, 30-16 over Shortland. And Swansea and Katara, two sides that sat right at the top of the southern pool of D-grade last year, uh, had a 16-6 result with the home side Swansea getting up there, and Glendale had the buy. Uh, this this competition, mate. Uh, you and I probably know, both know about as much about this as each other. Um, yeah. So you, you're taking a bit of a pun on a few of these sides, but um, Swansea and Kersley, for mine shapes, as the match that are around Kersley have uh, recruited reasonably well. Uh, they've got uh, the young young guy of Barber, who uh, I believe played at uh, Cessnock last year. Yep. His first name escapes me. Um, and uh, also young Blake Moroney playing in the halves as well. So they're quite uh, attacking base. And Swansea, look, they've been strong in the lower grades for the last few years. I'm actually going to tip the Crushers to get the winner on the road here.
1: Yeah, I think my tip is the Crushers as well. I've also heard that Jice B's, um there, who's a very handy footballer. I know he's played a bit of first grade in the, in the real NRL and a lot of reserve grades. So um, just knowing that, I'll be, I'll be tipping the crushes.
0: Yeah, next up, uh, we've got Katara hosting Wanji at Hudson Park. I think Katara will be smarting off that last loss and the Bears will get the job done here over a gallant Warriors side.
1: Uh, yep, I'll be I'll be back in the home team in that one and uh, going for
0: the Bears. And uh, the final match of the round with Shortland having the bye sees the Lampton, new Lambton side host the Glendale Gorillas at Ford Oval uh, again Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock be interesting to see these sides, both the young sides of the uh, Newcastle and Hunter D-grade, uh, both predominantly sort of around that nineteen twenty mark. So it'll be uh, plenty of running, I would suggest. There's a few old heads thrown in there that might uh, might regret signing up after being run around the paddock by these young blokes. But yeah. uh, Glenda, Glendale Fresh, I might uh, I might tip them to get the win. Uh, I'm uh, absolutely flying blind on this
1: one. Yeah, with um, Planet Ford Oval, with all the rain, I, I'm... I'm picturing that it's going to be a bit of a muddy affair. So I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, I'm going to tip the draw. You're
0: going to tip a draw, another draw. Imagine that, the rats and dogs come back into the competition right. and start off with two draws. That'd be impressive. Um, all right, we'll just run through. I'm not going to jump through the results from the ladies' league tag, but we might just have a quick tip on these ones. Maitland the United hosting university, mate. I'm going to go with the students to get the win up at uh, Henny Penny Stadium.
1: Uh, yes, students as well.
0: Uh, we then have the Aberglas Ants taking on Raymond Terrace. After seeing the Aberglas Ants put on an absolute clinic against the gallant Hamilton side last week. I can't tip anyone but the Ants as much as it pains me to keep tipping Michael Aker's side. Yeah, the Ants
1: have been um, outstanding in the league tag for years now, so I'll be picking the Ants as well.
0: And the final one, two sides that are uh, in their first year in our competition in the A grade. Greta Brankston host Hamilton Ducks up at Greta Central Oval. I'm going to go to the Ducks. I was impressed with them last week. They had absolutely no favours coming up against Aberglassen first up, but uh, look, they're fit, they've got a little bit of ability and they just kept on keeping on in, in what was a very long day at the office in the drizzle against Aberglassen last week. So uh, hopefully the Ducks can get their first win.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. If, if some of the, um, the Ducks girls are friends with the Hamilton Ducks boys. So hopefully they're young, fast and fit. So I'll be picking, I'll be picking the Ducks.
0: And in the ladies' league tag, B-grave, we'll go through. We've got uh, Fingal Bay hosting Dungog. I'm going to go with the home side there, Fingal Bay. It's a tough trip for Dungog. Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll pick up the home team in that one. Uh, Swansea have the bye. Stroud host Malabula. The Raiders coming off a good win last week. I'll go with the Raiders to get another win there. Yeah,
1: two from two for the Raiders.
0: And then the first look we'll get at the new entrant, the Dudley Ladies League tag. They forfeited last week due to some concerns over coronavirus, but they'll take on Shortland out at Tuxford Park, 2.30 on Saturday afternoon. Uh, again, flying blind on this one, but I'm going to go with the Magpies to get the win.
1: Yeah, I think I'll uh, I'll go opposite you and I'll tip Shortland.
0: All right, lovely. And, and we'll wrap it up, mate. We've got the Ladies Tackle. Now, for anyone who hasn't caught the Ladies Tackle, this makes A-grade forwards battles look soft. It is physical. It is brutal. Some of what goes on in some of these games is absolutely just no, nowhere short of horrific. Some of the physical contact they love putting shots on some of these girls. Uh, the first up of the games will work in reverse time order. Four forty-five. It's the main game up at Mackeychi Sports Ground. It is the and Ants against Berkeley Vale. and coming off the bye. Berkeley Vale have been the powerhouse of this competition competition for a number of years, but I think the Ants might fancy themselves here, and I'm going to tip them for an upset.
1: Yeah, from from my past experience working with the NRL, I've always Heard that Berkeley Vale had a pretty red hot um, women's tackle team, so I think I'll be picking Berkeley Vale on
0: this one. Uh, next up, we have Maitland United who are coming off a fifty-eight to nil hiding on the back of Berkeley Vale last week. Coming up against Dora Creek, who are looking for their first win in only their second game. Uh, they went down to Waratah at home last week. Uh, I think Maitland United, their experience in the competition, might be a little bit too much for Dora Creek, but I look forward to seeing this one, mate. You might catch it. It is at uh, Henny Penny Stadium as well at one uh, forty on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I'll probably be having my first beer at probably about 10.30 a.m., so
0: I'll be well into it by then. Yeah, who, who are you tipping, mate? Are you going with the, with the home side? Yeah,
1: definitely the home team. Remember All right, and,
0: and, and the final game, it's a 1 o'clock kickoff at Waratah Oval. It'll also be live-streamed on Bar TV Sports. It is Waratah versus Raymond Terrace. The Raymond Terrace side back into the competition after initially indicating they might have to withdraw. They've merged with Karua after both sides lost a few players. So they'll they'll be a bolstered side. Uh Wartar have been there and thereabouts, so I think they'll get home in a close one, the Cheaters.
1: Yeah, I like the Cheaters in that one as well.
0: All right, mate, well that uh that wraps up the the footy part of it. We need to get into the bit that um all the punters want to hear and that is the uh the questions that have been sent through for the one and only Pat Robards.
1: <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have shared it on my Facebook page. I've got some terrible friends.
0: Yeah, that's my that's that's Tends to be the guests that I look for is the ones that have got terrible friends that are happy to pot on there's, there's, there's only there's only three here, so uh, for, fortunately, no, no, fortunately, your former co-worker Chris Longworth hasn't sent anything through. So, um, although he probably would have dug himself a hole. Yeah, yeah, he.
1: Yeah, I know too much on him for him to be asking
0: questions. <laughs> yeah, you, you and me both, uh, mate. So we've got one here from Adam Keepens. He wants to know uh, why isn't Tom Ford the 18th man? Uh, yeah. So Tommy. <laughs>
1: Tommy I played rugby with last year and uh, he's a good young fella and uh, I just don't think he's there yet, unfortunately. Um, So he's he's been training hard and working hard and um, yeah, he's just got to keep working hard and then he'll get his spot in the
0: team. Okay, no worries. Well, that's uh, a bit bit of motivation for Tom there. Uh, Let me just bring up the other remaining questions because my browser's just crashed, mate, so give me one second. There we go. Uh, So we've got two... Both from surnames of King, mate, if that preempts anything.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so we'll start off with Josh first. Um, we did. we We've already talked about what the idea about getting the side together was. He sent it through about seven questions here. Um, he said, first of all, who were some of the standouts from Saturday's game and is there anyone else yet to come into the side? You obviously talked about young forward there. So um, who, who was the standouts for you on Saturday?
1: Um, really across the board, we're, we're pretty outstanding. Um, we'll... Yeah, we we're pretty solid across the board. I think I highlighted in the Mercury Hayden Dark who crossed over for two tries. Um, Zach Purcell crossed for two tries and he was awesome on the on the wing. Um, you know, you, you've got Sean Bell at fullback and his brother Jaden Center who are just live wires and just energy balls. Cole um, was had a really good kicking game. Um, Michael Dent, you know, he's a he's a touch football background, so he's all he's all class. And then our forward pack. You know we're outstanding, really. So um, yeah, everyone across the board um, played their role.
0: So no one you want to single out as having a shocker? That's excellent.
1: Well, <laughs> um, probably probably myself. Um, yeah, well, mate, you've <laughs> always got to be humble. I like it. Um, yeah, and, and, and yeah, in terms of players that are coming back, um, we've got we've just recently got a permit for Tyler Carter for the year. It's a big so addition. be a handy addition. Um, yeah, we've got Marcus Christensen. So he played um, last week, but he was. Uh, had a bit of a migraine so he barely played any minutes but i played rugby with him and he's played rugby first grade and he's traveled overseas um it's
0: been a very very he's played
1: for macquarie scorpions and muscle rams so he'll be very handy and we've also picked up um, big willie so so he's another one that's been playing rugby for the maitland blacks and Waratah. and he's so I, I
0: assume you'll be deploying willie in the halves he's a bit of a ball player mate
1: yeah, that's what I said to him. I yeah, said if, chip and, moment, chip and chase,
0: him and him and Dwayne Samson. When you come up against Uni, mate, can just have chip and chase game, games against each other, everyone else can watch. Yeah, well,
1: that's the plan. That's <laughs> the plan for Willie to use him in at halfback and um, you know, yeah. let let him do the
0: rest. So. If, if nothing else, he'll certainly add to the culture at the club. Willie, uh, he's a character. He's played a lot of junior league as well out at Waratah, so um, an absolute gentleman of the game. I have got a lot of time for. So that's a great addition, great couple of additions for you, mate.
1: Yeah, and as you know, we've also got a bloke named Mitch Simmington. So he works at the RAF and he's um he's been living in Thornton for a few years, and he's he's been playing um first grade football down at the South Coast at his old hometown. So um, when he found out that we'll be, we'll play an A grade, he gave me a call and said, "Mate, you know, with this COVID, I'm I'm not too keen to going down the South Coast, and be happy to have a run with you." So yeah, very um, nice. Mate. He wasn't there, yeah. So um yeah, he's going to be a very handy addition as well.
0: Yeah, no, no wonder your manager's getting getting up and about, mate. So, speaking of that, he said, "How do you think the side would have went on the weekend without the tireless contribution made by the team's manager and head of culture?"
1: <laughs> He's got a book. Um, he needs to do more and work in the, um, the can strip away. So, yeah. yeah, you, yeah, let him know that. Um, yeah, no, no. Everyone that's helping out's been great, and it's an absolute credit to the Thornton committee that's allowed us to play and welcomed us and. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of volunteer work that goes done behind the scenes that doesn't get credited. So, um, you know, yeah, shout them out because they do a lot of work.
0: Mate, it's, it's, they're, they're the unsung people behind every club that do a lot of work and don't get applauded. So, no, that's always good. Uh, mate, I'll wrap up with his last question, then we'll get on to our final final questioner. He said, how yeah. have you handled the transition from high school bully to the leader of young men?
1: <laughs> that is a joke. That's a G-up. That'd be Josh King, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah, that, that was that Josh is. King still. Yeah, correct.
1: Yeah, I think he was the one that was messenger you at uh, midnight on Saturday. So
0: yeah, he, he looks—he looks like he's certainly not short of confidence. Um, so <laughs> ma- ma- maybe mate, if you get to a point where you know you have any dead rubber games during the year and you have to come up against Adam Swadling again, just send him straight down. Get Get him a jersey on and send him straight down the middle at him.
1: That would be yeah. I think that's the go. I think that's the go. I reckon. I reckon, yeah. I reckon
0: Swato would just do it after the game for you, too, as a favour, if you needed to just put someone in line. Uh, he's that sort of guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was, I was. I was talking to Swato after the game actually, and trying to get his clearance sorted, Thornton as well. Where um, you know, both, me, <laughs> both me and Michael have been uh, recruiting heavily. So um, no, but it's yeah, it's all all in good fun.
0: On, on that note, how was it for Michael uh, with the coach of West Walls being who it is?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Noel well no he comes to our post match presentation and he, he wouldn't get away from it. So it was like he wanted to Yeah, you know, no 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 Noel hates hanging
0: with... around a football crowd for any sort if there's a beverage and a chat to be had.
1: Yeah, so he it was like he just wanted to be a part of the winning team, so he was he, he stayed out with us till midnight but Noel, he had, had all, a foot all, in both camps. Different. Yeah, yeah. So um yeah, no, it's all good fun. Noel is an absolute classic. He's a he's a lunatic, but he knows his football. So that's why I've got every confidence in Westfalls and to, um, yeah, be very competitive this year.
0: Yeah, he certainly does, mate. Uh, although he can get a bit waylaid with the chat. I remember last year I was doing Bar TV out at uh, Henny Penny Stadium with East Maitland. They were playing Malabula. And one of his players had to come and grab him to get him to organise the pre-game chat because he's too busy chatting to me. Uh, so <laughs> he loves a loves footy yarn, does Noel, and a great guy. So... Um, yeah, I, the, the last one to wrap up before I let you go because we're getting a bit long in the tooth in this episode uh, and now this is from uh, this it says I'll read this email out word for word it says Hi League Castle Oliver from North Ride here my question to former Griffin picker and current Grizzly Bear is during your rugby league career what has it surprised you the most enchanted you the most humbled you the most and troubled you the most thanks
1: oh wow <laughs> yes I do know who sent me that um, so what was the first one
0: uh, so what, what surprised you the most in during your rugby league, rugby league career? Ma- oh. ma- maybe just maybe just give us you know two highlights and, and probably you know and and what's been the worst moment of your footy career? That might be the quickest way to get through this I think.
1: Yeah, right. So probably my highlight was the under 18 season for the Maitland Pickers. Um yeah, that was pretty pretty awesome and um probably the other highlight was back in junior football we went from 13 threes and won the comp to 14 twos and we won the comp and then to 15 ones and we won the comp so um that those three years with, with those bunch of boys were pretty awesome and, and to achieve that was uh yeah pretty amazing um in terms of my low light would have been in the under 18s grand final um we played lakes united and lakes united ended up touching us up but we got into a bit of a blue um and then we got the penalty there was heaps of people that got sent off and everyone was you know farting around and, and revving themselves up and so we got the penalty, and I thought, you know, I'd put my hand up and, and take the run off the tap. Um, and so, anyway, my mate tapped it to me, passed it to me, and I just spill my beans, just drop my wall. Oh, dear. <laughs> just went down on my hands and knees and just went, this was not my day. Just looking for um, a hole to crawl so. into. Yeah, yeah. So And that was in the grand final in front of a big crowd. Um, it was actually my 18th birthday. So oh, what
0: about, uh, At least I'm sure you would add a few beers that night to forget it.
1: So yeah, well I tried to yeah lose memory of that over the next few days, but um, it still haunts me with my friends today. Uh, that little experience. Uh, um, but yeah, no. All in fun.
0: Uh, it is mate. Well, we we appreciate those guys that reached out. We'll ignore, you know, Tyler Carter's question because it looked like cut a bit too close to the bone about your kebab shop loss. So. Oh yeah. Um. Not,
1: not ready to- not ready to talk about that
0: yet. Mate, we really appreciate it. Um, hopefully, you boys enjoy the weekend off and enjoy a uh, good afternoon down at Henny Penny Stadium for those guys that get down there. Uh, yeah. Of course, just a reminder to everyone, if you are getting out to games this weekend, make sure you do find the COVID register at the ground and follow the COVID instructions because at the end of the day, it's only going to take a few people to do the wrong thing and all of a sudden, we won't be able to have crowds again. And you know, I know the clubs certainly rely on it and the players appreciate having crowds there. So... Um, yeah do the right thing by all means get to your local ground if you can stay in your car and watch do that if you can't then get out support the canteen support the, the bar uh, where they are running and um, yeah as I said you know social distancing all those, all those standard things uh, perhaps, uh that's all we can ask of people I guess
1: yeah definitely um, yeah practice within the COVID um, practices and uh, you know enjoy yourself but yeah do it safely um, and yeah keep your 1.5 metres social distancing and, um, yeah, and you can still do, you can still do that and hell abuse at me. Um, so
0: this week, yeah. e- Even this weekend. Uh,
1: yeah. Let's yeah. yeah. go to King the
0: yeah, Park yeah. and, 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 and vice versa right at me when I'm out there in the pink shirt. So, mate, enjoy, as I said, enjoy the weekend off. Thanks for your time tonight. Good luck uh, as the draw stands at the moment. The weekend after this one, you'll have the local derby against Maitland United, so that'll be undoubtedly uh, in the mind already and a tantalising clash for it's been a while since we've had two, two good sides in, in from the Maitland area in a grade so it'd be great to see if they can uh, compete with Dora Creek this week and head into a, a big clash the week after for you
1: yeah it's going to be exciting um, looking forward to it and you know I think after that after just getting through round one I'm, I'm very excited for the rest of the season so long mate continue cross our fingers.
0: Excellent, mate. Well, thank you very much for your time. Hopefully we'll catch you around the grounds during the year for a game of footy and a blue can afterwards. But uh, uh, good to catch up with you. Good to have a chat, mate. And uh, good luck for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, cheers, Chris. Thanks for having us. And I'll, um, yeah, I'll shout you a beer when I run into you.
0: Thanks, mate. Catch ya. See you, Chris. That was, of course, Thornton Beresfield, A-grade captain coach Pat Robards. Uh, we appreciate his time. A big thank you to everyone for tuning in. Make sure to give us a like on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, LeagueCastleAU. Also on Twitter to keep up to date. A uh, big thank you to our sponsors, Newey Threads, who without, it, this, without them, this show doesn't happen. Uh, Make sure, as I said, to uh, check out the links to the tipping comps on our Facebook page and uh, continue to keep tuned in for our regular weekly episodes. We do apologise for missing last week uh, due to some technical issues. Uh, We'll also hopefully have another League Castle Legends episode coming to you soon. So make sure to catch your local footy down at the many grounds that are around this weekend. There's one in pretty much every neighbourhood. So get down to the footy, support the clubs that you can, follow the COVID rules Enjoy a beverage and a steak sandwich, and and keep the clubs uh, up and running with a little bit of funding. And uh, again, thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Go to King King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be a try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to League Cup Newcastle 100 Rugby League.